Hi, Kate here and welcome back to Smart Every Day. World news. Just like last summer, we're battling extreme weather again. Europe is sweltering in blistering heat and I am melting in Florence where it's stifling and muggy in the second heatwave to hit Europe. Parts of Italy are facing power cuts as demand for air conditioning soars. In Greece, homes and summer camps have been evacuated as wildfires rage through dry land. In parts of the USA, thunderstorms have prompted flash flooding and the search is on for some children who were swept away in torrential rain. Yet in other parts of North America, there's unrelenting heat. Despite the climate deniers, it's clear this phenomenon is due to human-induced global warming. And although it's not too late, we're rapidly running out of time. Just Stop Oil campaigners have marched in London, demanding the government stop all new licences for fossil fuels. But it's falling on deaf ears. I think in the future we'll see a mass exodus to Northern Europe during the summer months. I, for one, am looking forward to heading back to rainy England for a few weeks. Business news. Moscow has taken control of the Russian subsidiaries of Danone and Carlsberg following the company's decisions to pull out of Russia following its invasion of Ukraine. Putin recently signed an order that allows Moscow to seize assets of firms from what he calls unfriendly countries that are contrary to international law. Seriously, the man is delusional. French-based Danone kicked off the process to sell its Russian business last year and is currently looking into the situation, saying it will protect its rights as shareholder of Danone Russia. It is the country's largest dairy company, employing around 8,000 people, and the sale of the business would result in a loss of 1 billion euros. Danish brewer Carlsberg, with 8,400 employees in Russia, has drawn up an agreement but not yet completed the deal, which now looks as if it might fall through. In April, two energy companies from Germany and Finland were also brought under Russian state control. Russia has also backed out of the international grain deal, which will once again hit the world's poorest. Entertainment. Actors have joined writers on the Hollywood picket lines for the biggest strike in more than 60 years. Writers walked out in May over concerns around pay, working conditions and the industry's use of artificial intelligence, and it might last until the end of the year. Films already in production could be affected, and industry events like the Venice Film Festival may be called off. It also includes promotional work, so even films that have already been produced won't be promoted by the actors. Stars such as Susan Sarandon and Jamie Lee Curtis are throwing their support behind the writers, who feel the film industry producers are cashing in on streaming and not sharing it with them, freezing them out. Meetings will be held between the unions and entertainment industry representatives to try and end the strike. During the last actor strike in 1980, the industry lost an estimated $370 million in today's money. The unions are looking for guarantees that AI and computer-generated faces will not replace actors. As producers think it's okay to pay someone for a day's work, scan them, and then own that scan, the image, the likeness, the voice, forever. It's pure greed. Sport. 
The Wimbledon men's final left Djokovic tearful after losing for the first time in four years. He said it was a tough one to swallow as he was hoping to equal Roger Federer's record of five wins in a row and he was fined £6,000 for smashing his racket against the net post. He did at least have the grace to congratulate Carlos Alcaraz, the Spaniard who had been suffering with body cramps caused by nerves. Alcaraz is an all-rounder with a competitive and fighting spirit and an incredible defence and he has now mastered playing on grass. In the women's final, underdog Vondrasova from the Czech Republic beat favourite Tunisian Angebeur to become the first unseeded woman to win the tournament since Billie Jean King in 1963. Sixth-seed Jabir said it was the most painful loss of her career, as she was also the runner-up in 2022. She was consoled by Kate Middleton, Princess of Wales, who presented the trophies. Self-development. As this is the last podcast before the summer break, let's look at some ways to keep your English level up during the holidays. It goes without saying that everyone has their own preferences for learning English in terms of what you want to focus on and how. For example, some people are visual learners and need to see words and pictures to memorise them, whereas others are auditory learners and need to hear the sounds to remember. So here are some tips for everyone. To improve your listening and comprehension skills, you can listen to podcasts which are ideal as they cover all topics and lengths. So even if you just have five or ten minutes, there's something for you. This is something I do in Italian too. You could try Mel Robbins, A Phrasal Verb A Day, BBC Six Minute Vocabulary, Happy Place, TED Talks, or just search for an area that interests you, such as sport, travel, entertainment. You could also listen to audiobooks, maybe beginning with a story you already know. Listening to music, googling the words and singing along is relaxing. Of course, films and TV series are also an enjoyable way to improve your language, but try it without subtitles or you'll just end up reading the words. For the bookworms among you, you can read books, again, starting with a plot you are already familiar with. If you want something not too challenging, you could try Wonder. On the internet, you'll find news, travel, anything you find interesting. Buy a magazine. I can't remember the last time I read a magazine, but they're ideal as they have short articles and pictures, so they're not too difficult. If you're a grammar geek, you can find online gap fill exercises which give instant answers. Just Google, for example, past tense online exercises and you'll have a good choice. There are also podcasts with a grammar focus, such as BBC Six Minute Grammar. To improve your writing, you could try journaling, making notes and observations each day on what you've been up to and how you're feeling. Any budding authors out there can write a book or short story. It can reinforce new language and boost your creativity. Speaking might not always be easy, but talk to any foreign people you come across. Sing songs to help with pronunciation, repeat words and sentences you hear. Learning new vocabulary is probably the easiest, especially if you keep a notebook with you to review new words. Note down any new language and review it as often as possible. You have to hear or use a new word between 10 and 20 times to master it. And even creating sentences in your head can help. 
So that's all from Smart Erudy for now. I wish you a fun and relaxing summer holiday and I will be back in September. Remember to check out the vocabulary on the Super Brian app and I will talk to you soon. Take care now.